Good afternoon and welcome to this week's episode of Sherborne Voices podcast. This is season two, episode two, for Wednesday the 25th of May 2022. My name's Sue Hill and I will be your host for today. Just for a change, we'll start with the public service announcements this week. Here's an update on the Minor Injuries Unit at the Yetman Hospital in Sherborne. If you require urgent care, please call 111 or go online for an assessment. This helps the NHS to provide the right support or treatment as quickly as possible and could save you an unnecessary journey. If you turn up unannounced at the MIU, you will be assessed but could be directed elsewhere or given an appointment later that day or the next day. Phone NHS 111 if you're not sure what support you need, or of course call 999 for anything life-threatening. The MIU at the Yetman in Sherborne is open Monday to Thursday, 9am to 6pm, and on Sundays, 10am to 4pm. So it's not open on a Friday or a Saturday. Sherborne Museum is looking for volunteers for their front of house team. If you're passionate about local history or even just want to know more, be an ambassador for Sherborne's fabulous heritage. For more details, please contact Elizabeth at the email address info at sherbournemuseum.co. UK. Or you can call 01935 Sherborne Museum has been at the heart of the community since 1968 and is key to the town's visitor experience. Volunteering is a great way to meet new people, learn more about the local area and promote the town we love. So if you'd like to be a volunteer the front of house team at Sherborne Museum, get in touch. If you're between 16 and 25 and you need help with maths or English, the rendezvous in Cheap Street, Sherborne can help you. Email learning at the rendezvous, that's the, then R-E-N-D-E-Z-V-O-U-S, therendezvous.org.uk There's a new way of reporting lost property which no longer needs to be logged by police. It's a free, quick and easy way to report lost property. You go to the website www.reportmyloss.com forward slash UK Your lost item will be added to a police-approved national database that can be viewed by police nationally. And this message comes from Sherborne Police, so I think we can feel comfortable that it's genuine. They will also provide a unique lost property reference for your insurance claim. Now, I have to say that there's a second website address in the poster, which is... Very similar, www.reportmyloss, but the my, the M is a capital M, reportmyloss.com, and it doesn't have the UK bit. Try them both, I guess. 
Two scout groups, First Sherborne and the First Yetminster, are looking for volunteers to help with the group meetings. The First Sherborne Scout Group says, Your local scout group needs you. We're looking for adult volunteers to join our amazing fun group to help deliver a quality programme for our members to enjoy. You don't need to be the next Bear Grylls or complete SAS selection. We're looking for adults 18 plus with enthusiasm to work with children. We will provide you with training and give you the tools to support you in any role from adult helpers, assistant leaders or section leaders. If for no other reason, it says, it gives us adults a chance to enjoy the benefits of Scouts as well. After all, someone's got to try out the activities before the Scouts do. (laughs) That's quite fun. You can get more information by emailing 1stssg.gsl at gmail.com. It presumably stands for First Sherborne Scout Group, but it is 1, the number 1, stssg.gsl at gmail.com. And the First Yetminster Scout Group is also looking for adult helpers. You can email them at gsl.1styetminster at gmail.com. Tinney's Youth Club in Sherborne are also looking for volunteers to help out with the clubs that are put on for young people in Sherborne on a Monday and a Friday. If you would be interested in getting involved in these much-loved clubs, please email Amanda. Her email address is a.mackintosh, M-A-C-K-I-N-T-O-S-H, a.mackintosh at sherborne.com for further information. Now let's look at the what's on items in the area. Now, for one day only, on the 11th of June, there is an opportunity to visit Cheddington Court Gardens and raise money for the Weldmar Hospice Care as well. I have no other information, but it looks like if you go to the Weldmar Hospice Care website, they will have it on there as an event. So that's www.weldmarhospice.com care all one word weldmarhospicecare.org and then look for Cheddington Court Open Garden. On Saturday the 28th of May at 2pm there's a talk on the history of RNAS Yeovilton. Senior Curator at Fleet Air Arm Museum Dave Morris rounds out local and community history month with a talk about his knowledge and career spanning nearly four decades at the museum. Visitors will have the chance to hear anecdotes from his time at the museum, as well as more broadly learn about the stories and history of RNAS Yeovilton. All of Fleet Air Arm Museum's talks for local and community history month are free to attend with a valid museum ticket or annual pass and take place at 2pm in the auditorium. All talks will last approximately an hour. 
Tickets for Fleet Air Arm Museum are even valid for a year. Tickets for Fleet Air Arm Museum can be purchased online at www.fleetairarm.com forward slash fleet hyphen air hyphen arm hyphen museum hyphen prices dot aspx. My, we haven't had a long one like that for a while. I think if you just go to www.fleetairarm.com, you'll then find a link to the museum page. Starting this evening, the 25th of May, and running to Saturday, the 28th of May, the Civic Players present the best of British comedy at the Swan Theatre in Yeovil. They are staging four episodes of classic radio comedy featuring Hancock's Half Hour, Round the Horn, Take It From Here and The Goon Show. Tickets are £10 and you pay cash on the door, but you can book in advance via the box office phone number 07593 539 593 or you can go to civicplayersyeovil.com And if you're too young to have ever heard the best of British comedy from the old BBC programmes. You should go along to this and really get a sense of how good radio comedy was in those days. On the 11th of June, Musical in a Day presents Les Miserables, a musical workshop to include singing, dancing and acting. It's in Buckland Newton Village Hall and it will run between 11 in the morning till 4 in the afternoon on the 11th of June, it's £10 per ticket. Seems like a bargain to me for a, an all-day workshop. And you can book by emailing musicalinaday, all one word, at hotmail.com. And having watched the 25th anniversary concert of Les Miserables again on television in the last few days... It made me think that this workshop would be a fun thing to do. Sherborne Area Health Champions are telling us about the well-being walks in Sherborne. They meet every Friday at 1.45pm for a 2pm start from the Paddock Gardens and they walk for about an hour in and around Sherborne and the event is run by trained leaders. Everybody's welcome to attend and they always end with tea and cake in a local cafe. You can just turn up, you don't need to book, but if you want more information, contact vicky.morland, M-O-R-L-A-N-D, vicky.morland at dorsetgp.nhs.uk. On Saturday the 11th of June, my goodness, there's a few things happening on the 11th, between 10am and 2pm, the Dorset Cyclists Network Sherborne branch has teamed up with cycle shops and local GP Liz Long to hold a cycle information day. There'll be a stall on Cheap Street, opposite the NatWest Bank as was, which will offer free safety checks, police security marking, test rides on the Volt electric bike and general promotion of cycling and the Dorset Cyclists Network. If you have a query, you can phone 01935 389 357 
or email sher, that's S-H-E-R, at dcn.org.uk. Well, we're getting close to the Jubilee celebrations in the first weekend of June. So here's an update on what's going to be happening in Sherbourne. Sherbourne Town Council have released a press release about the Sherbourne Beacon Lighting in celebration of the Queen's Platinum Jubilee. It reads, On Thursday the 2nd of June at 9.45pm, the beacon located at the Terrace Playing Fields on Dancing Hill will be lit along with 1,500 other beacons across the country. From 8.45pm, Sherbourne Town Band will play a medley of music, followed by the Mayor of Sherbourne, Councillor Juliet Pentolf, saying a few words. A bugler will play Majesty at 9.40pm before the beacon is finally lit. If you are planning to come along to the lighting, please be aware of the following. Sensible shoes should be worn. There is some uneven ground. Be prepared for any changes in the weather. Access for wheelchairs is not advisable. Bring a torch as the paths leading up to the beacon are not lit. If you're arriving by car, please park in the Terrace Playing Fields car park. And if you're arriving on foot, please use the various footpaths leading up to the beacon. The fire services will be present during the event to ensure public safety. The last time the beacon was lit was in November 2018 to mark a 100 years since the end of the First World War and the lighting of beacons across the country symbolised the light of hope that emerged from the darkness of war. We are looking forward to lighting it this year to celebrate a unique milestone in our history, Her Majesty the Queen's 70th year as monarch and head of the Commonwealth. It is a feat no previous monarch has achieved. Those lighting beacons are also being encouraged to plant a circle of seven trees at an appropriate time in a bid to assist with the sustainability of our planet. Each tree planted will represent a decade of the Queen's 70-year reign. Sherbourne Town Council is working closely with Sherbourne Area Schools Trust to provide and plant each of the seven trees within the school grounds of seven schools in and around Sherbourne, forming a figurative circle of trees that will reach maturity within the school children's lifetime and form part of a legacy for the area. That was Sherbourne Town Council's press release about the lighting of the beacon on the 2nd of June. On Friday the 3rd of June, there will be a civic service for the Platinum Jubilee in Sherbourne Abbey at 3pm. And on Saturday the 4th of June, there will be a Jubilee Street Market in Cheap Street and Digby Road. A street fair with street entertainment, food and drink from 10am to 4pm. And then from 2pm to 10pm in Pageant Gardens, there will be the party in the park with live music, 
and Food and Drink, and that's hosted by our community radio station, Abbey 104. And if you want to take a little break from the Saturday market and do something with the children for the Jubilee celebrations, Sherborne Museum is having a free family-friendly event on Saturday the 4th of June between 11 in the morning and 2 in the afternoon and it's a Jubilee crown-making workshop. Of course, towns and villages all across the country are doing special things for the Jubilee weekend and I've just picked out one I've heard about because it's slightly different, maybe. From June the 2nd to June the 5th, Yetminster has its Jubilee Flower Festival at St Andrew's Church. It's free entry, 8am to 6pm throughout the Jubilee weekend. It says it's a celebration of our village in flowers. Now that'll be nice. The Piddle Valley Players are presenting a talent night on Saturday the 28th of May, starting at 7 o'clock in Buckland Newton Village Hall. It's £10 a ticket. You can get the tickets online at www.piddlevalleyplayers.co.uk or they're available at the Buckland Newton shop. There's a cash bar available and a raffle. This coming Sunday, the 29th of May, it's the Sherbourne Castle Country Fair and Rare Breeds Show. It's open from 10am to 6pm and it's organised and run by volunteers to raise funds for West Country Children's Charities. And Abbey 104, our local Sherbourne community radio station, will be there providing some entertainment. And I noticed this one on social media yesterday and I said I would put it in the podcast. So here we go. This is Milbourne Port's Museum Summer Opening. The post says, you know how they say the best things are coming in small packages. Well, our small but perfectly formed Chapel Museum at the cemetery on Wheat Hill Lane opens for the summer this Sunday, 29th of May. It will be open every Sunday afternoon until the end of August from 2.30 to 4pm. If you've never visited, do come and see our impressive array of artefacts and historical information, all connected with Milbourne Port. And there will be something new for those of you who have been before, so do come along again. Entry is free of charge, but donations are always welcome, of course. If these opening times do not fit in with your schedule, we can organise another time just for you. You can email mphhgroup at gmail.com. That's mphhgroup at gmail.com. And there are a few places left for a guided visit to the gardens at Venn House on Thursday the 14th of July. Again, the post says this very special event is now open for non-members. The afternoon tour starts at 2.30pm and is almost full. However, there are places available for the morning visit starting at 10.30am. 
Tickets are £15 per head, which will include morning or afternoon tea, sandwiches and cakes. Please email or call Lynn Harrison for further information and to reserve your place. So the email address is the same, mphhgroup at gmail.com and you can phone on 01963251549. So it's a bit away yet, the 14th of July, but obviously it's booking up very fast. It sounds like a nice thing to do, so get in there and make a booking. That's it for today. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Sherborne Voices Podcast with me, Sue Hill, and I hope you'll join me again next week for more information for those living and working in Sherborne and the surrounding area. And if you have an event or a new business or you're an organisation or charity and you want to raise your profile a little bit, then do get in touch. We'd be happy to give you a mention on the podcast. Just email me, sue at sherbornevoicespodcast.com. Until next week, have a good week, take care, bye for now.